Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. This is Richard Deitch, the host of the Sports Media Podcast with Richard Deitch. Multiple times a week, our podcast will get you interviews with the most notable names in sports media, from broadcasters to dealmakers to people doing great work behind the scenes. Here's Hubie Brown. Anytime that you win an award, it's not just because of the announcer and the analyst. It's always because of the production team. That's the Sports Media Podcast with Richard Deitch. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, Eddie, I got you. Here we go. We do a podcast at long last. You're going to get us every damn day now, essentially, until like Thanksgiving. Al, what is up? That is right, Jerry. I got to tell you, I was uh, on my vacation, and my vacation started out almost with a brouhaha. That you were involved in or one you yeah, saw? Yeah, that I was involved in. You? Yeah. Uh, at the Eric Church concert, PNC Art Center. What'd you do? Or what'd they do? Well, first of all, uh, I was given uh, access to a VIP area thanks to... That bar uh, area? Yeah, the bar Isn't that area. that tremendous? Yeah, you have your own bathroom, yes. you have your own bar. Uh, a, a very alert listener to the podcast uh, gave me that, Jerry. It's very nice. It was very nice of him. I saw Joe Douglas back there. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I didn't say anything to him. I stood right next to him. Gina's like, say something to my girl. Why wouldn't you S- just say hello? Say what? And then what do I do? I don't know what to say to people. Okay, He was amongst his people. Fair enough, fair enough. I was looking at this guy going, where do I know this guy from? And then it hit me. Oh, it's Joe Douglas. Yeah, okay. Anyway, the beers there, Jerry. Are huge. I looked. They're 26. 26 ounces? 26 ounces, the beer. Is that what the, the, um, what the hell are they called? Like the seltzers. Is that how big those are, too? Yeah, all the drinks back there are 26 ounces. I remember because we went to the Jordan Davis. Who else played that day? Uh, Dirk Bentley. Right, I left. I right. I watched there. I stayed in that area for the Dirk Bentley part. Yeah, but the, I remember them being. I just thought they were twenty ounce cans, twenty six. Because I, I wow. Looked. So I get myself a beer. Yeah. Prior to the show, like I'm going to get me a beer. Twenty six ounces. I'll be feeling nice. And you're done. Right. I'm drinking this beer, and a very nice gentleman who listens to the warm up show comes over and drops another beer. Oh boy. Hands me a beer. Oh gosh. I was like, oh, now I got to drink this one. Yeah. That's 52 ounces of beer. Correct. That's four and a half real beers, basically. Right. And so I was feeling drunk. I was feeling drunk, but feeling good. So we uh, get to our seats, and we have pretty nice seats. Yeah. And 
next to me to my right is a it's it's like a family. There's a a younger couple, okay, who are, look like they're married. It looks like one of their parents mm-hmm. and maybe some aunts and uncles. That seems like a good crowd to be around. Exactly. So we get there and and uh, to my left is the rest of the is the row is open, but the show hasn't started yet. Right. So the people sitting next to me go, "You mind scooting down?" These are these nice family people. Yeah. I go I go, actually, I do mind scooting down. I go, uh, these are my seats, and I don't know when the show starts if someone doesn't show up. I go, then all I do is I think about, I'm not enjoying the show. I'm worried that someone's going to come for their seats. I go, but you can, your family can scoot down there if you if you want. Yeah. So uh, the show starts, and, uh, or no, right before the show, yeah, the show starts. And it hits a song that I'm not interested in. I go, I'm going to run to the bathroom. I run to the bathroom, come back, they're in my seats. So I'm enjoying myself, though. And there are some people now sitting. There are some empty seats in my row, but right. but it has filled in some. So I just try to get, I just, everyone's standing now for the show. Gina? Gina's right next to me on the other oh, side. Oh, she went me. with you. Yeah, to she ran to the bathroom also. Okay. We come back, they're in our seats. So I'm... Trying to, everyone's standing, so I'm standing as close to my seat as I could get without being a douche. I'm not being douchey. And the guy, the guy looks at me, the younger guy, and he goes, "Hey, do you?" He goes, "Why are you so close?" I go, "Well, you're, in, I go, well, you're actually in my seat." He goes, "Can't you scoot down?" I go, "No." So he scoots down, which is fine. He goes by himself, scoots down. The younger girl is next to me. Now the father. Leans over. He goes, we got all these seats. I go, I go, okay. I said, well, I could show you my seat. This music's playing, by the way. Right, right, right. I go, I could show you my seat. I said, if you have all these seats, these are my seats. He goes, how about I crack you in the jaw? Wow. So I go, well, I go, you're not going to do that. So show me your ticket or don't. I don't have to show you nothing. The the younger woman who appears to be the wife of the younger guy gets in between us and moves over. Then the 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 mother goes to me. She goes, "We we got all of these seats here. You can't tell us." I go, "Just show me your seats then." So then she takes the place of the younger girl. Now this older woman is standing right next to me. The show is going on. We're rocking out, and because I have a couple beers in me, I'm actually you're fine. Not letting it bother me. Right. I'm enjoying it. So she now starts swinging her arms back and forth in front of my face on purpose, this older woman. Wow. And unbeknownst to me, she has her phone in her hand. So I wait till it's the appropriate time to raise my hands up and go, woo! As I do that, her hand comes across, hits my arm, and her phone goes flying. <laughs> to which the couple in front of me goes, who? They get hit with a flying phone. Yeah, right. Then that woman, they all moved away from me after that. They did. They did. So you won. I won. That sucks. Yeah. That really does suck. Like, it's things like that that make you just dislike people. Honestly. Right, exactly. There's no reason for it. Yeah. Like, even when we went to the, the Jordan Davis concert, I I knew we had we had eight seats. And my friend, two of my friends had to bail last minute. I tried to get CeeLo last minute, but he decided to go with his friend. So we had eight seats. There were six of us. Well, when we show up to our seats, there are two people in two of them. Now, that's fine. We've got eight. I still got six. 
didn't make a big deal of it, but why? Yeah, sit in your go seat. Go sit in your damn seat. Like, I don't, it's, it doesn't make sense. I hate people. I really, it makes you just want to punch people. And my guess is that this family bought scattered tickets. And tried to sit together. And tried to sit together. Oh, I buy 100%. But well, you're not going to do that at a popular concert close. No. People actually show up. Yeah. It's like the same asses that buy plane tickets scattered all over the plane and then make you feel guilty that you're sitting right. where you're supposed to be sitting. Which you've picked out. And paid for and now. And paid for a different price because each seat right. is a different price. Yeah. Not just a courtesy anymore. Like, there's money attached to your seat now. I don't do that anywhere. Like, if I go to a baseball game, I'm not changing seats. Like, I'm not moving down because I don't want us. every person I see come down the aisle think I'm in their I, seats. I totally understand. I totally understand. Douches. You yeah. lost. As it's really terrible. And Gina kept going, just stop. Let's move down. I go, no. Ter- uh, no. You're no. ruining the night. I go, I'm enjoying And you this. were fine. I was, like, actually enjoying it. Yeah. It goes to show if you just relax a little bit, you're okay. Yeah. You know? And then when I went to see Bruce Springsteen, that was such a great experience from the crowd. There were so many FAN listeners in my area. They were so, Mm -hmm. it was so great. And I did that Reds thing. Oh, I told you. Isn't it awesome? Jerry, it worked out amazing. Good for you. I parked at Reds. Also, that those the people who were working the Reds parking love lot, the station. huge fans of I know, WFN. I know they love the station. Love the station. Park at Reds, which by the way was either the exact price or a dollar difference than to park at mm-hmm. the stadium. Yep. They give you a bus. Yep. You're there in two minutes. Yeah. And they have their own way out, right? Yes. I so know. this is what I was waiting for. I'm like, well, let's see. This is great now because we're all kind of going in little by little as you show up. Yeah. I go, let's see what happens at the end of the night. End of the night, go there. There's a line of buses. Then they're getting to use, like, the closed-off service roads to get back to Reds. Mm -hmm. People told me they waited an hour in the parking lot to get out. Yeah. Oh, I believe it. I got right out. Now, I waited in in traffic on the turnpike. Sure. Nothing you can do about that. Nothing you do about that. You're gone at that point. I would 100%. Do the Reds thing again. Well, I told you in Milwaukee, that whole thing, which I would have, I wish I would have known. Yeah. That's what they did. A couple of bars near the hotel. Oh, they did. Yeah. That's where, like, I knew Reds did that for the Giant games. It never dawned on me. I don't know if I've talked to you about the Pink Show, but it never even dawned on me to even think about doing something like yeah. that. And so what we did was we took the Uber to the show. And I'm like, I'm I'm off. I'm not going to worry about it. However long it takes me to get back. Right. And then, of course, it was raining after the show. And there were a million people waiting for Ubers. So I did, I think it was either you, someone had done this trick before. Don't just pull up an Uber, pull up the Uber XL. It's double. Yeah, that wasn't me, but you were telling them that the, like, that's the tremendous, the great move to work. So to the me. Lincoln, instead of spending $54 on a regular Uber, I spend 100 I think, yeah. for the Cadillac Escalade. And the guy was there in five minutes, told me where to go. It was away from the scrum. And we were back at the hotel maybe 30 minutes after the show ended. It was great. Yes. But... The next morning, I heard them talking about the unbelievable, uh, the, these girls went out just drinking the night before. And when they were there, the people at the bar asked them, are you going to the, here for the show? Because they had the pink stuff on. They were wearing their clothes. And they told them about the shuttle. Just buy a drink. You get the free shuttle to and from. It's easy. And when they were telling the hotel staff, they're like, oh, my God, they had their own exit out of the bill. It was so easy. I'm like, great. Oh, why did I think it? And the shuttle was free. And right when you're about to get on the shuttle, if you're interested in a cheaper beer, they sell you one. Great. Bottle Even of better. beer was six dollars as, as opposed, opposed to, to nineteen. <laughs> yeah, I think it was eighteen bucks when they got into the Some, stadium. Oh, the prices are just nuts. Crazy. But it was, yeah. Well, I'm yeah. glad you had a good time. Yeah, though. that was a good time. That I'm was a good time a good at time. the Bruce Springsteen show. I have to tell you, I know I did this on the podcast once before with Eddie, but I yeah. have to I'll make it brief. 
another reason why I despise Verizon. So I got rid of Verizon Fios TV for numerous technical issues that we've had with it. Um, but I, their internet's awesome, so I kept their internet. So long story short, called them. Woman was great, tried to keep me, um, but, she, but she totally understood. And she's like, listen, here's what you're going to do. We need you to bring the box tops back, and I need the power cords, everything else, whatever. She goes, you can go to UPS or go to the Verizon store. I'm like, you know what? Let's go to the Verizon store. It's just dropping stuff off, not that big a deal. So I go in, and there were a lot of people there. So I wait my turn, and as soon as the guy comes to me and, you know, what do you need? I'm just dropping off. You could tell he wasn't interested because he's not selling anything. He's like, okay, fine. He, so I'm like, here are the boxes. I'm like, here are the power cords and the cables. He goes, well, he goes, we don't take the cables. Uh, like the I thought I meant the HDMI ones and everything. He goes, but let me go get your receipt. Great, no problem. So he's doing that. I separate the power cords from the HDMI cables. I put the HDMI cables in one bag. I know I got to take those. I got the, he's got the box tops, and I put all the power cables in the other bag. So he comes over with your receipt. He goes, all right, you're good to go. I'm like, all right, and here are the power cables. Uh, and he goes, I just told you I don't want them in a rude way. I'm like, he doesn't want the power cables? Correct. I'm like, um, okay, but Verizon specifically told me to include the power cables on, on the email on the return. He goes, don't know who told you that, but I don't want them. I'm like, no, 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 sir. I had the email. I'm like, here's the email. Specifically says you must include the power cables. I don't want them. And now, if he was not a D-bag, I would have taken him thrown out. I don't care. But now it was a game. We go back and forth to where I'm getting in the out, Verizon store. In the Verizon store. To where I finally just walk away. And he's like, I'm charging you if you don't take them. I'm like, charging me for what? I'm like, for doing what your company wants me to do is I'm showing him the email on his face. And he's like, if you don't take them, you're being charged. I turned around. I said, this is why Verizon's customer service blows. And then I turn around. I keep walking away. Or I said, they're trash. And then they're, bye, get out. I, when I tell you I wanted to go hit somebody, like what a D-bag. I mean, it's just every time I go there, it's something. All I was doing was doing what they told me to do, dropping off the box tops and make sure to include the power cables. We don't take them. That's not my problem. They say you do. They say they want them. He should have just throw them in the trash. Though. Well, that's what they did. He kept saying, we can't recycle them here. I'm like, well, neither can I. And then I'm leaving, and I see them throwing them in the bin. Was that so hard to do? Oh, and I, I was thinking of you. I was going to – I wanted to call you. I hate Verizon. <laughs> and it's not even Verizon. It's these a-holes in these stores. Yeah. It's the third bad instance I've had with them. And it's all about the way they just talk to you. I mean, this yeah. – you wanted to choke him out, put him in the camel clutch. I wanted, I wanted to hurt him. Yeah, he was so rude; it was ridiculous. It really was, but whatever. I would think you'd need power cables, or don't even take the boxes then. Uh, right? What are you gonna do with them? What good are they? Meantime, I haven't been charged yet. I can't wait to see a charge. No, I don't think he's. Gonna of course, he's it. not. But I mean, just give me. Oh my god, yeah. that was a. I'm like, I, just, I was running to the store. Take five minutes. Here you go. Thanks for my receipt. Have a good day. No, it's got to turn into almost a fist fight. <laughs> was anyone with you from your family? No, no, oh, by that's myself. Good. No, if, if the if not Matthew, Matthew might have punched him. Yeah, if Joseph was with me, I would have probably just taken them just yeah. to not. But he just his attitude was so pissy. I wasn't having it. I wasn't taking. There's no way I was taking them. Yeah. So that was my fun experience right after vacation. Was it a mall store or no? No, it was a store in uh, Shrewsbury. The solo store. Yeah. Where you walk in and it's yeah. just the Verizon store. Yeah. Just the Verizon yeah. store. Hmm. Whatever. 
Before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there, this is the Rico Bronya podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night, on behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch, let me just tell Adam Wainwright, can you go f- yourself? <laughs> wow. Wow, you weren't kidding. You were you came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya podcast. Available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Uh, I also did um, acupuncture. Oh, you did do it? Yeah, for my shoulder. Oh, no, it wasn't you. Greg was thinking of doing it. Oh, really? Yeah, because he Greg couldn't walk. Oh, right, I remember he hurt his back. He had some before, really bad back issues. Like the last day of yeah. uh, vacation, uh, before yeah. vacation. Yeah. Yeah, it was interesting. Um, I would say it helped my shoulder for a couple days. Now it's probably back to where it was. So that's the problem. Yeah. It's, it's a nice little bit of relief from what I've been told, but it doesn't fix anything. But you know what was the weirdest part? Like, they, she put the, first of all, acupuncture people are always kind of like hippies. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, they're not. I don't, I've never gone. Yeah. I, well, yeah. I don't know why I've not gone. Okay. I went once. Okay. This time. Right. But I pictured a hippie person. That's what I got. Okay. Fair she's enough. She's very nice, though. She knows, knows what she's doing. So she puts the, the, the needles in my shoulder. And that then pinch? I, it did pinch. Yeah. And then at the end, this was so bizarre. She took a hammer and nailed him in. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be on your way. She put a needle into my shin to relieve the pain in my shoulder, and it worked. Okay. That's weird. Yeah, that is weird. That pressure point, for whatever yeah. reason, relieved the... That's odd. Yeah. That's, the I guess, the Chinese uh, layout of the body, how they have different... Uh, Pressure points for different things. It was strange. But two days and that was it. A couple days. Like, yeah, no, it's back. She did mm. tell me, in fairness, she said, you know, you don't have to come back every week. She goes, but normally it takes probably three things to really help it. But I was like, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. And it's going to come back again eventually. Mm-hmm. So until I really needed to do something. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I don't, I've never done anything like that. Yeah. Just because everything I've heard is just that it's, it's just a quick fix and yeah, quick fix. You know, same thing with like a cortisone shot. It's not all it's doing is masking the problem. Yeah. You know, whatever. I'd rather be fixed. Somebody asked me, um, to address with you, I guess when you did the podcast with uh, Eddie one day, yeah, that Eddie spent $25,000 on this, uh, trip, 30, $30,000. As we discussed, it actually turned out to be 30. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yep. It's gone now. Gone. He, he had went a great to... experience. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Now, his defense, and I, it makes sense to a certain extent. How did but it come up, by the way? Did you say how much did this cost? Uh, it was a conversation with Boomer about vacations. Oh, okay. And I, I don't remember, but Eddie volunteered the fact that maybe he has spent more on his trip than uh, we were talking about Boomer's golf trip and how expensive it was. And, you know, Eddie made some reference of how usually he wouldn't even. Uh, be in the same stratosphere vacation-wise, but this one might have actually beaten Boomer's cost. Okay. And then we talked about it on the podcast, and at first we thought it was about 20 to 25, and then he added it up. It was about 30. Wow. And so I said to him, are you out of your mind? I'm like, 30 for a vacation? I'm like, no one likes going on vacation more than me, but that's a lot of money. And his his point was, he goes, yes. He goes, but how many times do you in a year go to Atlantic City, go on a baseball trip, do this, do that? He goes, you add it up. He goes, we do this once every three or four years. He goes, our other trips are very cheap. 
He goes, and I'll bet you if you averaged it out over a five-year period, the two we probably spend the same amount of money on vacations. He's probably right. Now, the only thing I would argue with is I get more experiences, though, than he does. But he is probably right that we probably spend the same amount of money. We just spend it differently. Yeah. But that's a big chunk for one trip. That is. Like, holy crap. Yeah. Right. You could think about what you could purchase. You can get a brand new car. You get a brand new car. Yeah, you sure could. I'd can't, like walk out, no payments, nothing. Yes. You can, that's a 10% down payment on a $300,000 home. Like that's, it's a lot of money. Yeah, it is a lot of money. Or for me, I mean, I try not to spend more than about, with the kids, it's been hard, but I try to, to cap vacations at like seven grand, you know, like a week long. I don't mean a weekend. That's four and a half trips. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's a, that's a big chunk of change. It's hefty. Especially like Eddie doesn't seem the type that likes to spend a lot of money on things. Like he keeps his life very simple. Yeah. But maybe this is why. But this is what they like to do. And I think that's great. Go for it. Who you say? I mean, he doesn't have kids. Who are you saving it for? Right. Enjoy yourself. If that's what you like, I, great. No argument for me. And he'd been there before though, you said. He did this once, maybe 10 years ago, I think he said they did this. Something like this. Yeah. But a long time ago, nothing recently. So he may have dropped fifty grand on Iceland total. Yeah, probably. I would think so if he did. If he did it ten years ago, because yeah. the prices have certainly gone up. Certainly, the prices of everything have gone up. Yeah, everything is so much money. Yeah, it's uh, it's stupid. You go to breakfast now; it's weird. Yeah, how, how expensive it is. I actually told Kim the other day. So we went out to dinner. We went to Barrel and Roost in, in Middletown, Red Bank, whatever, on uh, Friday night with a couple of our friends, and. Like, even that, which I think the place is great. We sat at the bar, which was fun. This place was packed. I did not think Friday night of Labor Day weekend they'd be packed like this, but they were. So we actually sat in the bar, had a great time, and it wasn't horrible because and we didn't sit there like a traditional meal, so we didn't all get big. We actually got a bunch of appetizers, actually, so it was it, the cost was less. And I remember saying, like, that was a nice night out that didn't cost us two fifty each, you know, like, per couple. Right. Like, when you have a few drinks, the price of everything has gotten so out of control. And the fact that we look, even in a restaurant, we see $18 for a mixed drink and we don't blink. I go, we nuts? Like, our first round, and Nick was great. Nicholas picked up our first round. I didn't even, I didn't tell him I was going. I didn't ask for him. I just went in, wanted to do it. But he ultimately saw us, came over, talked to him for a little while. Couldn't have been nicer. I said to Kim, like, he picked up the first round for us. So it's like eighty bucks. Yeah, like, for God drinks. damn. Yeah, it's. I yeah, I just can't get over like how much. If you just go to breakfast or just go to lunch. Mm-hmm. What it costs now? Yeah, and the places are packed. Packed. No one cooks. Nobody cooks. But we also like have to be like we talk. People talk about uh, inflation and yeah. Well, it's not affecting people. People are not changing their lives. It doesn't seem like it. And even flights are expensive. Planes are full. Yeah. You know, you want to go away. It's every place is booked. It's not like uh, you're finding deals anywhere. Yeah. Are people just like living on credit? I don't know. Must be. Must be. I think one thing that is possible because I, I have certainly contemplated doing it um, to redo some things in the backyard. I think the home equity loans are a big deal. I know they always have been. Yeah. 
But with home values going through the roof like they have, people have a lot of credit on their hands, like a lot of equity that they can tap into. And I don't, it's not fool's gold because it is your money. Yeah, you got to pay just, it back. You're just borrowing from later, basically. Yeah. If you don't, I mean, yeah, you make the monthly payment, which is a lot of interest compared to principal. But when you sell your house, you're given the money back. So you are borrowing from yourself, technically. I do think there's a lot of people that do that. Like my neighbor, I know what he does for a living. Not my direct neighbor, but one of the guys on the blocks. I know what he does. I know what his wife does. I can't I can't figure out any way, shape, or form how they make more than a combined 120 a year, which is nothing to sneeze at, don't get me wrong. But he's put an in-and-ground pool. He's put in a, a paver driveway, and I don't mean a short driveway, like a $20,000 paver driveway. He's redone his backyard with sod. I'm like... Did someone die and leave you $300,000? Like, wow. It's really amazing. Yeah. I mean, good for them, but I'm like, I, damn. Yeah, I can't, I can't figure it out. We're, we're so many times I'd lo- I just like to go up to somebody and go, may I see your books? May I see, <laughs> Can I see your checkbook, please? the money coming in and the money going out? I just want to take a look at what's going on here. Oh, my God. It's fascinating. Yeah. It really is. Very interesting. Yeah. It, uh, it is something. Hmm. Meantime, I've had I've had stuff going on every week. It seems like, holy crap! Things breaking. Oh my god! The brand new AC system needs to be uh, fixed. There was a, a crack. Oh, that, so we either need to get a new one with the warranty or have it fixed. The the groundhogs continue to be a massive. Oh, pain the groundhogs in the ass. are back. They're back now. I think we're good now. But it you know it took some money and it took some things to do. It's just there's a lot. There's you know my my ambulance ride. From when I hit myself in the face with the golf ball. Oh, yeah. Yeah, much that cost. So that was Howell Park to Hackensack, Meridian, Jersey Shore, and Neptune. I think it was nine miles. I'm pretty sure. It was, I think it was nine miles. So uh, you smash yourself in the face. So you hit a golf ball. It bounces off a tree. hits you in the face. You're bleeding. You're busted wide open with a crimson mask. You uh, get a uh, ambulance, mm-hmm. and then you get the bill. Mm-hmm. Now, my, partly my fault because I gave him the wrong um, insurance card. Okay. So I get the bill. No insurance is picked up. Okay, fair enough. I'm like, something's wrong here. So I wrote back. I'm like, do you guys not take insurance? Long story short, I gave him the right card. That's in processing now. But how much do you think okay. that bill was? $1,800. 1300 Damn. Like, what? $1,344. Holy crap. For a... I know what the, I know. They help. They put the band, you know, all that's fine. The vitals. I, I'm not dismissing what they do. That's not my point. Fourteen hundred bucks though. Thirteen forty four. What about for the stitches wow. then? What is that going to cost you? Oh, insurance picked up a lot of that. I think we owed four ninety five. I think they did that at the hospital or yeah, in the ambulance. I was stitched up at the hospital. Yeah, it's crazy. It's just like okay. I've been trying to like uh, you know always look at. Uh, retirement type stuff and yeah. how the, just the whole health insurance thing i i wonder like uh people who are youtube influencers yeah, who sure. make a living doing it how yeah. are they what is their what are they doing for insurance and insurance is so crazy when mm-hmm. you your own you don't realize how much your employer yeah picks up yeah and it's still as expensive to go to the doctor sure is and the and it's only cheaper for us when it's done through a big company that gets a deal because they're getting insurance for so many right. people. Go work for a small company 
that are trying to insure 18 people, insurance is going to cost you a fortune yeah. still. And you're getting a deal with your company. Right. But And that's why it's things like that, Al, where I'm always pro-owner with these teams in most cases. Like, these are the things we talk about that, you know, whoever, whether it's Robert Kraft, Jerry Jones, pick whatever owner, the Steinbrenners, the amount of people they are responsible for and the insurance they provide them with and a secure job and a vacation, like, there's so much on their plate. I, all we see are the, the dollar signs. And I always love this. Well, there's a valuation of $5 billion on the cap. Okay, great. That doesn't mean the cash is in the bank. Right. That means if they sell it today, that's what they'll get. You still have operating costs, that money you have to pay people, and you got to make sure. And there are some owners that don't own oil fields or whatever the hell the Joneses own. They're still like, if it wasn't for them, you know, people would be out of work. Well, it's like, you know, when people think like, oh, my house is worth this much money and I only owe this much money. I have, but, but, but until you don't you, have it, until you sell your house, you don't have any Correct. of that money. So you'd be talking about owners taking out business equity loans against their future profits. You could do that. Sure. But what happens if there's another pandemic and their business ain't worth crap? Right. And their valuation goes in the toilet. I mean, I mean, we just lived through it. There are some owners from what I've been told that almost folded. Now I'm not talking about NFL owners, but not easy. Yeah. Not easy. It is not easy. It was so easy. And remember, there was always talk about it. Then those NBA guys that always said, maybe we'll start our own league. Go ahead. I'd love to see it. You know what kind of insurance? Forget personal insurance for your employees. You know what kind of insurance you need to have to run the business? Like, let's just start there. First, buy your own arenas. And let's start with buying your insurance for your teams. And let's start with the travel and the and the hotels and the food you have to provide. Like, How did it get so crazy that medical things, you know, when you would see like medical bills and they give you like a Tylenol and charge you $300? I don't like, know. Well, I think a lot of insurance fraud. Yeah. I think that's a big fraud. part of it. A lot of insurance fraud. Yeah. Which sucks. Right. Because if you don't have insurance, then all of a sudden you're getting a $30,000 bill for something. You're like... What? How is this thirty thousand dollars? Yeah, I know, I know. I don't get it, Jerry. I, I hear you. I don't get it. Let's do the warm up show. Uh, that we did from five to six, and we'll do that again tomorrow from five to six, Jerry. And until then, you'll have this to listen to. Just listen to it on repeat. Download it, listen to it, delete it. Download it, listen to it, delete it. That's the best way to help, Jerry. So.